Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on February 19th, 2021. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce has been serving the community since 1941. It is an association of businesses, other entities, and individuals organized to encourage a strong local economy and quality of life by promoting commerce, sound government, and an informed membership and community. I'm your host, Joe Terry. And you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. This is what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. Kelly, how are you today? Good morning, Joe. Happy Friday. Uh, I am very well. And how are you? Good. I'm wonderful. The sheep moved very easily this morning. (laughs) (laughs) We need a live. We need a live sheep cam. uh, You know. uh, uh, Oh my gosh! I love your adventures right now up in Northern California. Um, You know, we we can't. We don't get to talk about sheep very often in Manhattan Beach in the South Bay. So it's always. Fun to find out how the sheep are, but I, I do think a live sheep can would be really fun. Can you figure that out, please? I will try to see if I can uh, get one of the sheep to wear a, 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 a harness with a camera or something like that. <laughs> a GoPro. Oh my goodness GoPro. gracious! That that would be um, that would be delightful. Add a little levity right. to our our days, right? Um, so tell me, did you have a nice Valentine's weekend last weekend? What did you do? How did you celebrate? Did you do anything? Did you give one of the sheep or the little baby lamb a rose? Anything Anything to talk about? We were definitely babysitting um, because uh, my daughter and uh, her fiancé went to uh, Steamboat Springs for not a vacation, but they, they were visiting uh, some of our cousins there in Colorado. And, uh, and so my wife and I were here taking care of the farm. Uh, it's a 20 acre spread and there's sheep and chickens and two cats and a dog that need, they need things. (laughs) Well, you feel wanted. Um, I I, I can never imagine uh, babysitting sheep. So I love it. I love your adventures in Northern California. I think it's great, Joe. What a, what a, you know, nice diversion, right? Yes, absolutely. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Well, I had an interesting weekend. Um, I uh, enjoyed um, you know, some of the outdoor dining in uh, Manhattan Beach. You know, um, downtown Manhattan Beach has come alive with all sorts of outdoor dining and, you know, different um, setups and what have you. So it was quite busy in Manhattan Beach last weekend and, um, you know, enjoyed. And then I went on one of my good hikes exploring Los Angeles, and uh, I just loved doing that. I think that's the one thing that the pandemic has really, you know, made me do (laughs) is, uh, try to focus on myself a little bit and get away from all the stress and craziness and, and get a little outward bound on at least Sundays with uh, two girlfriends that I go with and, um, you know, refresh the brain and, and kind of reset too. So um, it was a nice actually three-day weekend, long weekend, and, um, you know, just enjoyed the, the local area too. So um, all good. So would you Kelly, like to I hear do, what is – oh, go ahead. I do have one thing I, I have to mention. I've always yeah. wanted to live in the future when, like, on Star Trek, we're, we're visiting other uh, civilizations and planets in the galaxy. We landed on another planet yesterday. Can you imagine it, being it, that per- it, those, those astronauts? I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. 
It's amazing. We we landed a, a robotic uh, device on Mars yesterday, and I'm over the moon about it. <laughs> I love the pun, over the moon. Well, you know, my, fa- my, my favorite TV show, well, I had a couple, but my favorite cartoon, let's put it that way, growing up was the Justins. Mm. And I was just, yeah, I was, I was so fascinated, you know, by the Justins and flying around in these little disc-like, you know, foster cars, you know, to and from. And I just thought that was the coolest, um, you know, show on the planet. And, you know, someday we're going to be there. Someday we're going to have, you know, more than little, like little hovercrafts, you know, flying around and um, the skies will be full of sunshine and little, you know, Flying apparatuses to transport people. Um, imagine that. You could fly to go see your sheep, Joe. Um, right. And I could Thanks. fly. <laughs> um, anyways, <laughs> uh, I know. It, it's amazing. It's mind-blowing. I, it's, you know, don't you just wish we could live in the future and forecast what's going to happen in 10 or 20 years? How about even one year? I'd like to know where we're going to be in one year. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, I do find that amazing, too. It's um what what progress it's amazing in our lifetime i just right. it is mind blowing okay well um <laughs> on that on that note um tomorrow um our congressman ted lu it has is hosting his annual service academy day um and you can it's from 1 to 4 p.m. you can still register um, you have to um, if you if you go to our website, you can find it. There's it's kind of a little difficult difficult um, to find. Uh, the the um, URL is quite lengthy, but um, if you if you look at our newsletter from yesterday or go to our website, you you can find that. Um, but that's always a, a nice way for young people to um, enjoy that and um, you know learn more about uh, the different branches of service. Um, in the United States. So that is tomorrow from 1 to 4 p.m., again, hosted by Congressman Ted Lieu. Um, Next Tuesday, February 23rd, is our annual State of the City Address in Manhattan Beach. This is a time when the, um, the, you know, the sitting mayor, which right now is Mayor Suzanne Hadley, and other department heads um, kind of talk about where we've been in the last year and where we are going. Um, so that's hosted by the Chamber of Commerce. I will be the moderator. And it starts at 11.30 a.m. You, can, you do need to sign up in advance to receive the Zoom link. It is free um, thanks to our, all of our sponsors. Um, we will have uh, Mayor Suzanne Hadley. Uh, of course, our city manager, Bruce Moe, always gives a nice overview. Director of Finance, Steve Sherillion, will be talking about the city's finances, um, which is a big question. You know, how are we doing? How has the pandemic affected, you know, income, uh, not income tax, but, um, well, yeah, sales tax, um, property tax, you know, what's happening? Um, how are we spending our money? What kind of um, relief has the city uh, received from the federal government where it's being sent? That's always interesting. Um, and then we have the director of Parks and Rec, Mark Lehman, talking about the state of events and what Parks and Recreation is doing during the pandemic. You know, Parks and Rec doesn't just um, handle the parks. They execute events and a lot of the marketing for the city. So that's always a wonderful conversation. Uh, Director of Community Development, Carrie Tai, who is also the interim director right now for Public Works, will be um, sharing a lot of the big projects, you know, what the city has done in the last year to adapt to the pandemic. Um, She'll be talking about the outdoor dining, what we've done to assist the businesses, but also larger um, infrastructure projects that are going on. And then we'll be rounded out um, the morning or kind of morning afternoon with our police chief, Derek Abel, always a great conversation. He'll bring us up to speed um, on safety and crime and, and, and kind of the local climate in, in the city. So, again, 1130 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. on Zoom, unfortunately, um, and uh, it will be interesting. And, you know, this is not a city council meeting. It's led by the chamber, so it can be, there can be more dialogue. And we're taking Q&A. I will moderate that, and people are welcome to, uh, when they register, submit some questions or those, you know, those burning thoughts that are on their mind right now. So um, I, we encourage everybody, whether you're a business, whether you're a resident, 
if you live here, work here, come to Manhattan Beach, you don't have to be just in Manhattan Beach to attend. So everybody is welcome. Um, and then let's see, what else do we have? Next week, um, there's a really cool international film festival that some local um, young college students that grew up here are putting on called Florana International Film Festival, and it will be benefiting the Roundhouse, and it's going to be a drive-in film festival um, at the Manhattan Village Shopping Center up on top. Um, they have wonderful kind of landing pads up on their new um, parking garages. So it will be, um, you know, up there, but uh, that's on February 26th and 27th. Um, you do need to purchase tickets for that. It is um, hosted through an outside source. You can go to floranafestival.com. That is F-L-O-R-A-N-A festival.com. Um, purchase tickets. Tickets are limited because um, obviously it's you know going to be in your vehicle and you can only fit so many vehicles up on top of those parking garages. So um, we encourage people to um, sign up in advance and enjoy that. So um, something different and you know something very cool to offer to people in this area. So that's kind of mm. um, you know in a nutshell what is happening. Um, any What's questions, happening? Joe? Any anything going on <laughs> in your mind? Well, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I know that uh, the opening of uh, of uh, third dining has always been uh, an in or out, on or off kind of thing. How's that going now? Is Interesting it on? question. Um, yeah. yeah. It's on. Um, outdoor dining is on. It reopened several, like three or so weeks ago. And right. um, we continue to, you know, pivot and try to um, accommodate the restrictions right now. Um, the LA County Department of Health um, has asked that all seating be eight feet apart from each other, which, you know, when you're a restaurant, one or two tables can make a huge difference in your um, bottom line for, you know, the evening or for the day or the weekend. And um, so they have to spread out. So um, there still is going to be an area of Manhattan Avenue that will be closed off again this weekend. We tried a three-day test last weekend that um, was very interesting, and the city decided to keep it up for one more weekend to see how it functions on a kind of non-holiday, non-Valentine's Day, non-three-day you know, three day President's Day weekend, and get a little more feedback from those restaurants and the businesses surrounding it that um, are in that little kind of hot zone area, and the other businesses. You know, it's important whenever we try um, you know, it's never a bad idea to try something, and but then you have to evaluate, um, you know, the good and and the negative effects, um, how it affects the surrounding businesses, the residents, the streets, the traffic, and um, of course, we're in a very lovely little beach town. And anytime you close down a street or an alley or anything, it creates a domino effect. Mm -hmm with traffic and other things too. So, um, you know, if you were down eating in that area last weekend, it was wonderful. They've built it out with lights kind of and plant walls and um, you can stroll through, but um, you know, it also has a, a, an effect on the surrounding restaurants and areas. So we encourage everybody when they do come down, yeah, please support all businesses, um, all restaurants, all shops and, and really, you know, try to, um, you know, spread, spread the local love as we say. So, um, right. You know, right. people are really good at doing that. The residents are, have really, you know, stepped up to that call, and uh, we can we need them to continue doing that until we emerge out of this pandemic crisis. You know, there's a lot of rumor, a lot of buzz about when will indoor dining be able to reopen. I've heard a lot of rumors mm -hmm. this week that there's a little bit of rumbling that you know um, soon, however you want to define that, we will be able to have a little bit of indoor dining, but. Um, there's so many rumors that have, you know, run rampant over the last year. I don't, I don't get in excited about any of that um, until um, it happens, you know, and until we can actually do something because as we all have witnessed and been incredibly pliable over the last year, you know, it's up and down and all around. So anywho, um, that's it. And um, I'm excited about our guests today. They have, 
a couple of events to yeah. talk about that I did not announce. I'm going to leave that up to them because they will serve it up much better than I could. Um, but um, big part of the community and um, a much loved organization. And um, the founder actually is a downtown resident. So I'd love to hear from him how, um, what he thought of last weekend too. Anyway, so, um, you know. Um, so Kelly, who are our guests yes. today? Who are our guests today? Okay. Um, first, we have two guests. And uh, the first guest, Today is a returning guest. He's been on the show many, many times, Nick Arquette. He's a Manhattan Beach resident and the founder CEO of Walk with Sally. We will discuss their fundraising efforts, how the organization continues to adapt to the challenges of the pandemic, and two upcoming events Walk with Sally has planned. As a child, Nick's single mother, Sally, was diagnosed with cancer, turning his young world upside down. He knows firsthand the pain of losing a parent to cancer. Walk with Sally provides a safe haven for children to share the experience with someone who has suffered the same emotional roller coaster. The mentoring service is one of the several programs offered as is temporary financial assistance to families experiencing economic hardship um, that require funding and assistance. Spending the last 20 years in Los Angeles working as an entrepreneur in the film, senior care, and nonprofit industries, Nick's more rewarding experiences have come from his work leading the growth of, walk, of the Walk with Sally program. He has the privilege of mentoring three boys since inception of the program. As an organization, the vision is to ensure no child walks alone in the face of a loved one's cancer journey. Um, joining him will be Kaylee Haig. Kaylee, um, in, in early life, Kaylee belonged to a nonprofit dance group that would travel around the world performing in convalescent centers, local festivals, and orphanages. Through this, she learned the importance of giving back. After graduating from the University of California, Berkeley, she worked on events and marketing while truly developing a love for the philanthropic industry. She has been with Walk with Sally for over two years and is thrilled to be jumping into her new role, which allows her the ability to impact children's lives on a daily basis. Kaylee is a special events associate for Walk with Sally. Welcome, Kaylee, welcome Nick Arquette to the show. We are so glad you could join us once again. <laughs> that was a mouthful, <laughs> Kelly. Good for you. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you did it. Um, uh, yeah. So good to be back. And it's great to have Kaylee on, who's really earned the right to represent Walk with Sally over the last couple of years in assisting our events and now leading the events. So I'm super excited for Kaylee. I know. Thank you so much for having us. It's an honor to be here. I'm so excited. It's uh, we're we're thrilled to have you, uh, Nick. It's uh, I'm thrilled to to be talking with you again. Uh, I love you, brother. This is an amazing uh, event, but it's also an amazing mission. I mean, uh, for those few people uh, that don't know what Walk with Sally can do uh, for them and their, their, their friends and relatives and people that they know, what, what can Walk with Sally do for us? Well, I, it's a great question. I think that what we have created over the 15 years celebrating COVID was our 15th year anniversary um, in 2020 and just kind of coming into our 16th year I've learned a lot about what community is. When I heard you guys talking, the community really exists in so many different ways. But what this community has done of Walk With Sally is to bring us all together and start having thoughtful conversations about the impact that cancer has had on all of us. Um, there's very few people when we – you guys have been to White Light that don't raise their hand when we say who's been impacted. And what I've been finding is since COVID – is how hard it is to keep that conversation going and how much people want to be in that community and sharing. So when we're talking to mentors who are young adults or older adults who want to mentor, they're sharing their story. And it could be that, hey, my mom passed away when I was 12 years old and I haven't really talked about it. It could be that someone has recently in their lives been diagnosed and they're scared. But then more importantly, the community exists out in the LA area for Wakasali is the families that are going through this and going through it with COVID on top of it. 
And so Walk with Sally's had to look and see how can we be there to keep the connections going with this community and tell them, you matter, we haven't forgotten about you, and we've got to meet them wherever they are. And that's been one of our biggest um, triumphs and challenges, let's just say, in 2020. Mm. Um, Kaylee, um, you know, everything that Walk with Sally does over these many years um, is familiar to some people, but what isn't familiar to anyone is how nonprofits can survive, you know, a pandemic, a global pandemic. Tell us a little bit about the challenge of, uh, of, of nonprofit, you know, uh, events in, during a global pandemic, Kaylee. Yeah, so you know, it's such a it's such a good question because people ask me every day and I feel like I'm still learning, but that's the whole point of it is with a resilient team like Walk with Sally, you have to roll with the punches and you know, keep going even if it's a pandemic. You know, we could have mm-hmm. shut our doors and said that's it, but there's so many kids Um, in LA County that need our support and we just said we're going to fight and we are going to still put on events to raise those funds to support new friendships in our program you know and we we noticed a lot of fatigue and and you know people people are exhausted there's a lot of people in this community that have their own you know personal things going on and we I keep Nick keeps laughing at me because I keep using this word these words fun and fresh but that's exactly what our our supporters want. They want fun and fresh events that are new. Um, So, you know, I think it's just being innovative and being resilient. And if it's a virtual event, let's come up with amazing ideas to to give our audience. Mm. Um, And I think with 2020, our, our mission, you know, focus shifted a little bit. You know, we, we started doing basic needs like food cards and, financial support and resources for our family. And it kind of just became this amazing priority in 2020. So as we go into 2021, we, we shift our focus again and we say, how can we keep providing these needs for our family during a pandemic as well? And how can we mimic that through our, our events? So, you know, it's a very, very interesting time, but we, I mean, our team is absolutely incredible. And I have all the faith that, this year, we're going to come up with just some some incredible ideas that's going to intrigue people. Okay. so You know, Joe, I would say also just to add to that is that we had to really look at what was going on in our community. And really, it's no secret that the South Bay, which has been my home for over 30 years, has supported the charity from its infancy, an all-nonprofit volunteer concept to mentor children whose impact was felt by cancer and to look at each businesses, to contact uh, the Zisless group, to contact Uncorked, which we're going to talk about. He's opening up in Manhattan beach and has their own spot looking at local businesses, culture that just moved into town. You know, these are places, some of that are new and some that have been supporting us and saying, what do you guys need? How can we cross market cause market with you to find some way Hmm. to help both, parties. And that's been something that we've always done as an organization, but we now find ourselves even more being a part of this community and saying, how can we lift each other up by partnering? So looking at Manhattan Village, it's been wanting to open up for such a long time, and how can we do a fun event with them that's still safe? I can give you more and more of those stories, but I think it's really about how do we bond together and and see how we can help each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (sighs) You know, I mean, yeah, you, you've brought up so many things. I mean, like when we talk about malls, the mall industry has been in transition for the last, you know, decade or two decades. The mall environment and business has been in transition. And then you throw a pandemic on top of that. What is a mall if people can't congregate? I mean, that's that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah. so. Nick, you were saying? No, I was agreeing with you. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. just seeing the restaurants, what they're going through is, is that a yeah. lot of our events and our community stuff revolves around, as you guys know, white light of having over 30 restaurants and working with Gelson's 
and, and, and all of these different entities, shade, hotels, you know, we've seen it across the board. And instead of just, you know, hiding and curling up in a ball, we're getting on the phone with people. We're getting on Zoom calls. We're saying, what do you guys need? How can Walk With Sally be a part of helping each other, you know, get through this? Fantastic, fantastic. Leadership, it's, it's, it's wonderful to see. Um, so, Kaylee, tell us now the nuts and bolts of a, this new event that's, that's going to be uh, uh, stepping off uh, very shortly. What is Friendship Bowl? Yeah, so um, Friendship Bowl is our annual peer-to-peer online fundraiser to fund new friendships in our program. So, you know, pre-COVID, this was a exciting, you know, seven-week campaign. Um, we ended it off in March where we would rent out a bowling alley um, here in the South Bay, and we would have volunteers and sponsors and supporters, I mean, mentors and mentees and their families come and, and celebrate this incredible fundraiser supporting, you know, 25 to 28 new friendships in our program. So we are still doing this. this. We are in the middle of our Friendship Bowl fundraiser. This is all online, all digital, um, and our goal is to raise that 25 new friendships. And um, it started, it launched January 28th. We are in the middle of it, and we will be celebrating on March 20th. I do have some exciting news for the South Bay community. Um, we are pivoting, and we are actually working with Manhattan Beach Studios to do an incredible live stream in studio performance. So it is going to be carnival themed, circus themed, very fun, friendly. We encourage everyone to, to hop on and learn more about, you know, our program and celebrate this incredible fundraiser. In addition to this, we are pivoting and bringing this bowling theme um, still to this event. We are working with TG Games Impact. It is a software app company. They loved our mission. They decided to create this bowling app um, in a digital world. So, so we're really going to still keep that, that bowling um, aspect of this event, and we just couldn't be thrilled to be in studio and elevate this experience for everyone. Wow, that sounds amazing. This is interesting. Yeah, isn't it? I know, <laughs> so, so many moving parts, but but it's so so exciting. Yeah, uh, it's just so, having wow. the game, getting the game created, and having them step up, and the studios, you know, coming together with us because we, again, we talk about that community, but then to do something that you know, not not that I know if anybody's done in terms of this bowling competition, still awarding prizes. And getting our families from across LA to come on with their families to join us in the fun, but also the community. So it's a shared event um, on this incredible app. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> I mean, we got through White Light, which was amazing, um, thanks to people like Kelly yep. and others. You know, we got we we shined during White Light, and I'm I'm hoping the same for this community. Well, yep. it um, yep. it sounds, Kaylee, it sounds very <laughs> fun and very fresh. Uh, yes. love it. I, yeah. Oh my God. I love Talk it. about creative. Okay. So this, I just want to be clear. It is yep. a digital, you know, kind of bowling experience, fun game app type of situation. There's actually no physical bowling going on, right? No physical yeah. bowling, unfortunately. Um, but we hope in, in 2022 to kind of revamp that and, and actual bowl. But, um, right. And you know, I, I, I love that you've partnered with the studios too. What a great, what a great story. I, I absolutely love it. Um, okay. So I, I have to go there. I, I actually last week was having a conversation twice for some reason. Maybe they saw, you know, all the publicity and the marketing for Friendship Bowl. I don't, I, I'm not sure, but twice it came up. Um, what's it, well, these conversations come up all the time. Like what's the future of this? What's the future of that based on all the pandemic? Okay. So what do you think the future of a bowling alley is? 
Um, so let's just think about it for one second, okay? And I hope that next year we all can certainly gather and do something together. But we were talking specifically about bowling. So um, when you, unless you have your own bowling ball, when you go to a bowling alley, you know, you, you, you go get the bowling ball, you put your fingers in and out of 5,000 different balls and pick them up and see how heavy they are, see how they fit your fingers so you can, you can look halfway, you know, professional <laughs> when you're bowling. Um, sometimes you have to rent shoes, which traditionally they've, you know, sprayed with disinfectant or whatever when, when somebody turns their <laughs> shoes in. But did, have, did we ever think about the bowling ball? And, you know, you're sticking your fingers into that bowling ball. And then often we're, you know, maybe enjoying, um, you know, a soda or a beer or a hot dog while we're bowling and, and you know, so forth and so on. You get my drift. So we were talking about what was what's the future of the bowling ball, kind of, you know. Because um, think, you know, are, we gonna, are people going to be willing to put their fingers in those holes of, you know, of a commonly used, you know, ball going forward? <laughs> that's such, yeah. a, that's <laughs> such an awesome, awesome exactly, question, right? Like, me, it, my mind is just blowing up right now. But um, no, I was going to add on. I was, you know, now that we're in this this um, pandemic moving forward, I need about 20 hand sanitizer stations when I go back to bowling surrounding my alley. <laughs> and then I was also thinking, you know, what if they made a, a really neat, you know, glove that you can, you know, put on mm-hmm. before you bowl, whether it's the, the right hand or the left hand. But I just, for me, it's going to the supermarkets and doing all my errands. I'm kind of that, that girl that always has to have her gloves on just so I have that extra protection. So I'm thinking, you know, right. maybe, maybe that's the future for bowling is we have to wear those to keep ourselves protected. Well, maybe, maybe there's more, or maybe, maybe there's more like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I was going to say, maybe there's even like on top of that, Kaylee, like outdoor bowling. Maybe that's yeah. the future, you know, beach Ooh, bowling be where fun. they create these, oh. you know, bowling alleys on the beach. I don't, I don't that's know. neat. That's oh, neat. there you go, Nick. See, <laughs> Aren't we smart? <laughs> we can come up with tri- – I love – can you – okay, Nick, seriously, can you imagine having an outdoor bowling tournament on the beach, like creating lanes oh on the beach? That, it's so over. It's a, I mean, would you get Ryan Cora on that, please? Uh, he probably would love that challenge. Uh, there you go. Uh, I, I love it. See, had I not said that, we wouldn't be talking about outdoor beach bowling. Okay. Um, Uh, You know, with a a cause, there's an effect, and vice versa, right? You know, maybe we'll get one of our young entrepreneur kids to figure out, you know, a way to adapt the bowling ball. I think we were talking, because we've been talking a lot about indoor movie theaters and the future of those Mm. and how they're going to be building out little pods to watch movies. There's all these different adaptations, right? And somehow bowling came up, and then the actual, somebody said to me, can you imagine putting your fingers into a bowling ball? And so it was this and then it came up again like a couple of days later I was cracking up. So I love outdoor beach bowling. We need yeah. to bring that to Manhattan Beach. That with or Nick, maybe we just do it instead of the pumpkin races, we do da- bowling down Manhattan Beach Boulevard. How about that? <laughs> just take your bowling ball and let it rip. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. You've got me thinking, like, you know, I know with Tour de Pier and, and that event being so successful, you know, there is a part of us that really is looking at, you know, what's the future um, of fundraising? Um, you know, what's the future of, of this, you know, this organization is built around bringing people together. You know, our kids' activities would consist of working with Jimmy Miller and doing our beach day and every quarter bringing kids together or our our heart-to-home program where we do art therapy and we're all together and we're having conversations about healing and we've been forced to have to reinvent ourselves. And how are some of those reinventions going to benefit us and what are some of the things that we just can't wait to get back to? I can't wait to get back to seeing these kids and these families on the beach in El Porto, surfing for the first time, learning how to play volleyball. Um, I, I just, I miss it. I miss being with you guys. I miss running into people and I miss collaboration in, in, in its highest form. So, you know, I look forward to seeing what we bring from this and I also look forward to getting back to normal. I I agree. The power of people in person and that shared energy um, in person you know that just mm. that just naturally builds and percolates up and you know it you 
I haven't found a way to replicate that. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of good things we are doing, but, you know, I think at the beginning of the pandemic, and I still do miss it, but particularly like the first month or two, I really, really, and I've talked about this before, I really, really missed hugging people or mm. that handshake so that you can actually touch somebody, you know, or mm-hmm. just touching them on the shoulder and, you know, saying, Hey, good job, mm-hmm. whatever, you know? Um, and, you know, sometimes I, I, I was really, you know, I felt like out of my skin and I was like, why do I feel so uncomfortable? And I'm like, well, I can't touch anybody. <laughs> I can't hug anybody, you know? And then I mean, you just mentioned the, the hugging thing. You don't realize like how many less hugs we've had this last 12 months. Like, like that's a big deal, and oh, true. you know, a hug is kind of underrated. And I miss hugging those families. I miss, you know, seeing these these powerful women who are raising their children while they're go, going through cancer, or these men who are having to raise kids by themselves, and just giving them a hug and saying, like, we can't solve all your problems, but we're here for you. This community's here for you. And I just, mm-hmm. you just brought up hug, and I just thought, God, how many less hugs have I given this year? It's crazy. <laughs> It, we should try to count those up. I know that, or how many less? Or make um, up for them. Make up for them. Right, right. There you go. Okay. There's the positive. Um, how many less handshakes? How many less holding a hand? Because I can, you know, even like when, you know, even a friendly or or somebody in need or whatever, you like you hold their hand and go, hey, it's going to be okay, or let me help you, or let me listen to you, you know. And oh gosh, Nick, I um. I, I, I feel that, you know, okay. Can yeah. we just like feel a hug for a minute? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Let's have an on-air hug. Um, oh, on-air oh, hug for man. you guys right now. I can feel okay, it. Okay, we all need oh, hugs. Yeah. Yeah, no. Feel it. I feel it. <laughs> Joe. <laughs> so, there you go. Yay. You, Joe, Joe, okay, bring we a sheep into this group hug. What? Yeah, bring okay, I'm, I'm coming in. Hug. Okay, yes, yes. Squeeze a little harder. Break some ribs. Okay, boom. Okay, the hug is the hug is good. I know. Um, hey, before I, we I, get, I want I, I, I want to get I want to learn more about the wine tasting event coming up too, but I want to talk for a minute just about some of the the changes, or you know, what difference have you seen this year with your families? Um, and their need and the, the mentees and what they need. Um, you know, the whole world needs more hugs. Um, we, we all need more mental and self-care. And I, can, I can't imagine, because I'm not in that situation, um, so I can only, you know, think about it. But facing any illness, you know, whether it is COVID that really, you know, um, can devastate someone or a family or even just set them back, you know, for, let's just say, a month, but let alone a long-term illness like, like cancer, too. And I, what kind of elevated need have you seen from the families that you work with and your mentees this year? I mean, it's a great question, and, and to, to, to just think of, the many families, as you know, throughout Los Angeles that we cover, um, L.A. County, you know, we've seen these underserved families, a very high percentage of our families that are living in close quarters, that are dealing with cancer, and then they're really dealing with the epidemic at the same time. And one of the first things that we did was we went out with our um, program team and just started to ask the question, what do you need, what do you need? And one of the first things we figured out was, the desperation around food and groceries. And so we mobilized, we partnered with Locale 90, and we got almost 100 pizza boxes delivered to families. And it wasn't just a pizza. It was a family, healthy sort of um, basil and tomatoes, and and it was something they could do together. And So we mobilized over 100 of those pizza kits. And then we invested with our temporary family support program. We kind of redirected those funds and said, let's get these food cards out. And I can personally say I delivered – some of those food carts throughout L.A., South Central, East L.A. And it was so heartbreaking for me, one, to see how families were living under these circumstances and to just not even be able to come into their home and literally hand them a, a, a gift card through a, a fence or, or to, you know, put in an envelope and have to slide it in, into the mailbox. Um, there was just those moments of realizing that they were isolated. And one of the things that really – had always been an issue for Wakwasali is a lot of these kids are being parented by the television. They're indoors a lot of the time. 
And our mentors have been providing access for so many years. And so to have us isolated in that way even more, I think that families have really isolated themselves. And in that experience of, of health and wellness and getting out, you talked about your hiking, Kelly. You know, these kids are not getting out of the house. Um, so we've had to develop ways to connect. One of the things that's been a huge success is that our mentors and our mentees We've been trying to find a bridge even through the Zoom calls that they meet with every week and create opportunities for them to do things together. So it's whether it's building a volcano or our gingerbread houses that we delivered to over 75 families this year at Christmas time and said, okay, everybody's going to get your own gingerbread house and you're going to build it together on Zoom. And so to watch that take place, it doesn't substitute who we've been, but we've had to meet every single family where they are and figure out how we can help. And that meant still giving out scholarships because these kids are going to school. Um, but just trying to reach out sometimes is, is, is all we can do is just to let them know we're here. And that's even been hard in these, in these times because they're overwhelmed with schooling and cancer. Um, and we just try to be a bridge for them and, and let them know that we're not going anywhere. That's so special. Well, and yet, you know, the particular isolation that would hit, that would um, be a result of uh, this situation, because certainly um, if there is, you know, somebody in a household that has any type of, you know, illness um, like cancer, then the propensity, you know, um, and the need to be extra. Um, you know, safe and and germ free, and not to be able to transmit anything. I would imagine as a whole other layer of isolation feeling to that entire family. Because if you know anybody in the household is out moving around or even going to work, and even if they're practicing very safe, um, you know, protocol and everything, um, that it's just um, you know so fragile. Um, that situation yeah. too. So, have yeah. have in some situations have mentors been able to physically meet in person with their mentees um, in a safe way? Is you know have have has have you figured that out for anybody? Well, I think what we tried to do, you know, within the the health guidelines, had had been to do some small, very small hybrid um, events. So we did. Um, a yoga meditation on the beach in September. We knew that Parks mm-hmm. and Recs was hosting their um, surf classes, and we decided to get, I think it was about eight, four mentors and four mentees. We also have done some really cool art programs where we've been outside with a graffiti artist in downtown L.A. and exposed a, a few kids to that. But I have, uh, through my program team, they have reached out, and we found that a small percentage are not at risk, in other words, dad has passed away a couple of years ago, mom's completely healthy, and mentor and mentee on their own through their parents' permission have decided that an outdoor event of some sort can be, um, you know, it moderately something of that nature can work. And we've seen a small percentage that has actually worked through with the family to make that a positive and, and have that hike or that beach day. Um, and so that has been starting to come back, and that's been exciting um, and like I said before, I can't wait for us to be together again. I thought about Christmas, and I mentioned the gingerbread. Mm-hmm. But just, you mm-hmm. know, dropping off the gingerbread houses and kind of bringing the the presents and adopting the families every year through Hope for the Holidays that we do as one of our programs was so enjoyable. But I couldn't help reflect on every year when we would rent out the L.A. Live and all of our kids and all of our families in Santa Claus would ice skate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would be together in this festive, bundled up mood. Although I think last time we were there, Kaylee, it was like 70 degrees. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, at Christmas, but, but, but at Christmas time, you know, to come together like that, I mean, that's what Walk the Sally is all about. And just giving them a break for one day and saying, we got yeah. you, you know. Yeah. And when you, when you think about how long we've known some of these families and to watch them in and out through this journey of cancer, it's a long-term commitment. And I think our stakeholders, the community, the people that have supported us know that, that we're in it for the long haul with these families and that the difference that we're making and the impact is that we're bringing students and young, young people to 
this community as leaders, as strong, willful, courageous people, not victims and not making bad decisions. And that's what we're seeing mm-hmm. over and over again, the leadership and how they're probably most likely going to come back and give back. Um, and we're already seeing that. And I think that the impact that people, when they give a dollar to us and we put our arms around these families, you know, we're producing these incredible young individuals who are not going to be defined by the cancer story, even through COVID, you know, and Kim right. said we could have folded up. There's a lot of organizations that have, you know, plan for the future and have deep pockets and have other sources of revenue and walk with Sally has always relied on the community directly. And we've seen how people have been struggling and we've had to understand that, um, you know, we're going to continue to figure out a way to make it happen. And, but Mm -hmm. also we had to understand that, that the community, all of us are hurting at some level. And so Mm -hmm. we're in it together. We're in it together. Right. Um, how many current mentees um, do you have right now in the program? So we kind of fluctuate between um, last year we had about 158 families that we served, which um, inside of that right now, case management-wise, we have about 115 families that we oversee on a monthly basis. So we're checking in, making sure that the match is happening. We're, um, we're probably coaching um, training about 10 to 15 mentors a month depending on, on the month and, and sort of what's going on. So we're bringing new mentors in. And it kind of reminds me that one of the things that COVID has done, and for the, the listeners, is to really understand that because the hospitals are maxed and because the schools are maxed, these are two areas that we have always gone to to find our families. And we want to continue to figure out a way to stay connected. And so if people out there that are listening that know of a family that needs support, please let us know. We are on our program team every day reaching out to the hospitals and trying to get to the schools. But one of our biggest obstacles has been, you know, just they're overwhelmed. And so those connections that we had for so long have sometimes just stalled. And so we just Mm -hmm. want to let people know that, you know, Walk With is available and and ready to match or to at least talk to a family about resources when they're going through Mm -hmm. the cancer journey. Mm -hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's just kind of a new thing that it's it's been interesting for us to to lose some of that communication with the schools and the hospitals. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. Okay, shall we talk wine? Oh my gosh! Should, should we just let's just jump? What about that? Wasn't a very good transition on my part, but can we just talk about wine? <laughs> it's Friday. Okay, it's only eight. Um, what what time is it? <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. Just there. There. yeah. Hey, it's five o'clock um, somewhere. Well, no, of course. I'm I'm happy to jump in and talk about this um, such a fun opportunity happening next week. Uh, Uncorked Wine Shop. They have just been such an incredible um, supporter of our organization and always willing to to drop everything and just help us out. Um, have you, have, Kelly? Have you? Are you familiar with Uncorked? Have you been in for some of their tastings? I am very familiar mm-hmm. with Uncorked. I know Kathy Knoll and Jeff yes. um, oh. very well, and I'm thrilled that they have opened up a new location in oh, downtown Manhattan Beach uh, on Manhattan Avenue uh, in the former Barsha. They bought Barsha Wines, and they've converted to Uncorked, and they're just getting started, but um, Kathy is, is a wonderful community partner, so yes. yes Kelly, they, are, they, they bought Bacchus. I hope that Barsha is not listening to you. So that uh. is- <laughs> they bought, they bought Bacchus. I just said, I hope Barsha is oh, not shoot. bossing out right oh now. Oh, my gosh. You're so – thank you, Nick. Dear <laughs> dear Lord, what a, um, a mistake on my part. Okay, let me just uh, uh, rewind for one second. Barsha Wines, oh, my gosh, on Sepulveda is very much open. Lenora and Adnan are wonderful also partners in the community and offer so much. And then they have they their are. restaurant in Hermosa over on Aviation. You are correct. Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, Uncorked bought Bacchus wine uh, on Manhattan Avenue. So Yep, just across Barsha from Slate Kitchen and, and yeah. Kitty Corner from yeah. uh, Tabula Rasa. So it's really yes. a fun location, and we're super, yes. super excited. But go, go, go forward. Let's talk about this wine event. Yeah. Yeah, so um, next week on February 25th at 6 p.m., which will be a Thursday, we are partnering up, as you know, with Uncorked, um, as well as Dow Wines. Those are the wines that we'll be featuring. Um, I know Dow is just a huge, huge kind of um, supporter here in the community. All the South Bay locals love Dow. 
Uh, we're going to have owner, founder, Daniel Dow, as well as the Dow president, Neb Lukic, um, on the call. So they'll be walking us through with Jeff from Uncorked three different wines. They'll be featuring their Chardonnay, Pessimist, Red Blend, and their Reserve Cab- Cabernet. So our customers have the choice of a full-size bottle or half bottles, which are kind of the, the, the mini, mini guys. And you have also um, the option of adding a cheese platter from Cultured Slice. Solange has been supporting us as well, so it's awesome to partner up with her again. And um, we also are doing free local delivery or curbside pickup is available through the day of February 25th, which is just so exciting. You can pick it up at their Hermosa Beach store or the new Manhattan Beach location to check it out. And, you know, we'll start off with, Nick and I really talking about Walk with Sally's mission to our new visitors, and we'll go into some talk about friendship wool, and then Dow will go ahead and take it away and go on their journey with those three wines. So we're really, really excited, and you can also purchase um, and and have all the details and info on the uncorkedwineshop.com. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Everybody always likes to, you know, experience a, a, a new wine um, or a, you know, one that they're familiar with. Um, but to be able to walk through kind of a wine tasting with, um, you know, the vintner and people who are educated and, um, you know, hopefully they'll make people um, learn how to snorkel. And I remember the first time I was, you know, mm-hmm. uh, actually at, over at Tabula Rasa on top of when she used to have her little um, wine tastings on top. Um, oh, with, yeah, um, with the R- Riddell, Riddell with wine. Right, yeah, 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 you know, and he's like, okay, now we're going to snorkel. And I'm like, what? You know? <laughs> and, you know, you really got to right. get that nose down in the glass to really smell the aroma <laughs> and the fragrance. So um, it's always, you know, fun to learn um, and experience and you know the shared energy right on virtually um, is better than no shared energy. Let's just put it that for way, sure. right? That sure. yeah, so true. You know, uh, well, virtual hug is better than no the, hug. It's fun to support you know uncorked coming to Manhattan Beach and and also doing something that could be fun for everybody. At the same time, a portion goes to walk with Sally. And the awareness aspect is, you know, like you said, we're not bumping into people. We're not running into people. So this is our way to, to kind of reconnect. Our advisory board team is super, super excited to be behind this and, and to just join in the fun, do something simple for the cause. And it kind of is part of our whole buildup to that friendship event and bringing awareness to that event on March 20th. So it, it's just a good time for us to touch base and say, how have you been? And let's be positive for the future. I love it. I love it. Um, hey, what are you, are you guys planning, um, do you know yet, like Walk with Sal, um, White Light, White Night in August? I mean, are, do we think, I mean, what, how are you handling that right now? Oh, my God, I love that you asked. I mean, we just were talking about the save the date, and I know Kaylee is going to be pushing out one for the, the, the reserve date that we have, which is August the 21st, Kaylee, is that right? Yes, correct, Saturday. Saturday, August 21st, so you'll be seeing some stuff in South Bay Magazine and some blurbs about that. Um, And, you know, there's been conversations with Manhattan Village of doing a kickoff party, an outdoor event in their new space. Um, And um, we've been asked if we want to come back to the rooftop for kind of a a celebration of coming back. And so that has been offered up for, um, you know, Continental Development and the Plaza and coming back there would be really exciting after having a year off, um, you know. So we're, we're putting all of our energy into that opportunity, but, of course, it's all going to boil down to what the state, what the county will let us do, and we'll know mm-hmm. a little bit more. But I, I can see, Kelly, if I can see a live event and I can see it being maybe a hybrid or something smaller, if that's the case, mm-hmm. um, and, and spread out. And, and so we'll be looking at innovating and doing those new ideas. But, you know, right now we're, we're hopeful. Um, but, you know, we've heard other people that said, no, you know, not till next year. And, uh, and we, we created a model last year of safe at home that was very successful. And a lot of people came to us and said, you know, what did you do? How did you do it? And, and we gave a lot of people, um, you know, the advice around these events being virtual. So we're prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, we're prepared. Um, and, I'm hoping it's an outdoor event. I really am, and and I miss being together. We've talked to our friends at Beach Life about possibly having 
um, the ability to maybe work with them um, when they are starting to open up in September. So there's just a lot of really good conversations happening right now. But again, a lot depends on getting this, uh, you know, getting the shots in the arms and working with the community and finding out what's healthy. So we will see. I I agree. Um, the vaccine can't keep coming fast enough. Um, what <laughs> uh, what about um, the the art? You know, the Walk with Sally Wall. Um, you yeah. know, it ended up being a mural in downtown Manhattan Beach um, this last year, which was so fabulous. But any you know, how will that uh, play out this year? Well, I, I think that you know, who is your Sally has been a conversation we've asked because. There's something beautiful that happens when you say the name of the person that is going through cancer or has passed. And and we have kind of a a tradition at Walk With Sally where we always make sure that we ask the person when they talk about their mom or their dad or their sister or brother, you know, what was his name? What was her name? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of morphed into White Light having this huge wall. And, of course, Kelly, you know that because we couldn't have the public event, we wanted to bring pieces of White Light out into the community and partnering with downtown and the chamber and Parks and Rec and founded um, 1912, I think we were able to Mm -hmm. find a really great balance of getting those names up on the wall and telling those individual stories. And it was a huge emotional connection. And for people that didn't even know Walk With Sally, they were really excited to get the loved one's name on that wall. So I think we're going to carry that tradition out. We've talked with oh, um, Resin Gallery and working with them to maybe create something that's you know larger than life, maybe displaying something at Manhattan Village has been a conversation, at Beach Life mm-hmm. has been a conversation, something we've done in the past. But, you know, it's also getting the kids in, engaged with our Heart to Home program. I believe that a lot of kids don't know how to express themselves. And art is one of the most beautiful ways for them to do that. And Walk With Sally has been so successful at using art and professionals to, you know, have that curriculum to bring those emotions out and for them to get them out. Because the silent killer for these kids is that they're, they're not expressing themselves. They're not able to talk about what they're going through. And that carries mm-hmm. into their adulthood. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. art's a big part of, of what we do. And we love collaborating um, w- with different artists throughout the community and, and the county to bring bring that to life, bring those names to life too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beautiful. Well, um, we only have four minutes left in the show, Joe. Um, yeah, and Kaylee, this has been a great conversation. Um, well, I appreciate the opportunity to share. We're, we're just, you know, in this time, it's harder and harder. You know, when you're not. At Neptunian Women sharing what you've done or the scholarships that you've given out this last year. I, I will say that Walk with Sally really understood the impact around the holidays when a lovely young woman, uh, 35, Marta, taking care of her niece and her young daughter, uh, found out she had cancer. And we were introduced to her through her school. And, and we started mentoring both children with two young women who are amazing. And Marta shared with me over a Zoom call the struggles of having what was going to be 33 chemo treatments and that the holidays were coming. And we shared Marta's story throughout the holidays to all of you. And unfortunately, Marta passed right after Christmas. And I know that Marta knows that her niece and her daughter are in good hands, not only with Walk with Sally, but that her, her, her community and our community coming together and it just means so much that we were able to be there to provide a holiday. We had a, an individual anonymous donor donate money to make sure that their Christmas was bright. We brought gifts, food cards, and let Marta know that no matter what happened, that these girls were going to be okay. And I just want all of you to know that we just appreciate when you guys step up for whatever you do, whether it's volunteering or mm-hmm. lending support financially. Thank you because Marta appreciates it, and there's a lot of Martas out there. Mm. Um, that's beautiful, Nick. Thank you for sharing that story. And yeah. let's just, you know, t- uh, you know, think of Martha, think of families, you know, like Martha's family and um, all the work you are doing um, is, is just remarkable. 
Well, thank you guys for giving us a platform, and thank you for being such a great community advocate, both of you. I just appreciate you through the years mm-hmm. and who you've been for this community. So I'm, not, I'm sure, sure that you won't get thanked enough, but thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Pat. Okay. Okay, well, Joe, we've got one minute. Let's wrap it up. Is why we do it. Uh, this intimate uh, medium allows people to really um, have a, have a coffee uh, 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 with uh, Nick and Keeley and really talk about Walk with Sally and talk about their struggle and, and how they're overcoming it. And the link is in the description, ladies and gentlemen. Walk with Sally is having a, an amazing event. Uh, you can, you can uh, virtually bowl. Uh, thanks, Nick, Arquette, and uh, Kaylee. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. Walk with Sally. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Beautiful. Uh, thank you, Kelly. Um, thank you, Joe. I heard uh, Nick say walkwithsally.org. <laughs> I just wanted to repeat that one more time. Uh, Nick and Kaylee, thank you. Thank you so much um, for everything you do. It's, um, it's a privilege to be your partner in the community. So thank you. Likewise. Thank you so thank- much, you guys. Bye-bye. Bye.